Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. The Grinch did not steal Christmas. Here's the millennial with the mic. They want you to say Grace. Grace Curley. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Grace Curley Show. Boy, oh boy, do we have a great program prepared for you today. We've got Libby Emmons joining us in the one o'clock to talk all things Boston, actually. A lot of news coming out of the city council in Boston and Mayor Wu's office. Mayor Wu's having a Christmas party. And depending on your skin color, you may not be invited. We'll talk about that with Libby uh, in the... Racism, racism. Well, no, it's against white people, so it's not racism, I don't think. I don't think you can have... (laughs) Classic mix-up. Racism can only be if you're offending uh, a person of color. It cannot be if you are being racist towards white people. We are the oppressors, after all. We are going to talk about all of that in the 1 o'clock. In the 2 o'clock, I've got Justin Manning coming on to talk about the real estate market. But i got to start today. I've got to start today with the craziest thing I've seen in a while. So when let me, let me just start off the show by saying when the Parmesan, Parmesan cheese smoking exhibitionist with a penchant for hiring very expensive hookers calls you shameless you might be pulling on the right thread you might be knocking on the right doors okay and so first of all i want to say to the republicans to the oversight committee keep it up keep it up you're on to something i don't know what but you're on to something hunter today i can't imagine this was a strategized idea that he was just going to talk to the press on the steps of the Capitol. He is at Capitol Hill today. He's not going in for the deposition. He blew that off. And, and the Republicans are threatening to hold him in contempt. That doesn't mean anything if you're a Democrat. Okay, just ask Eric Holder. He'll be fine. But he makes this like incensed speech about how the MAGA men are being mean to him, how he's the real victim of all of this. He's got a right to sing the blues. He's got the smallest violin to play. And I was kind of blown away by it. And it takes a lot. Keep that in mind, okay? I've been pulling sound, not to sound like, hey, I've been a, this ain't my first rodeo, to quote Joan Crawford at the Pepsi board meeting. But I've been pulling sound for a while, you know, and I, I've watched a lot of nuts get up there and talk. I've heard Bob Menendez make excuses. I've heard all these politicians attempt to get out of things. But even so, I want to play these cuts and I want to keep the lines open because I need to hear from the listeners today. I need to know if anyone else feels... You know what? Let me play it first, then I'll explain how I'm feeling. I want to start with cut three because this is where he calls Republicans shameless. And and it's hard for me. It's hard for me not to laugh at that. This dude who I have seen more photos of this man in a jockstrap than I if I never see another photo of Hunter Biden for the rest of my life, 
I would be okay because I've seen so many of him in a tub with a crack pipe, with a scarf on, with his cousin. Those ones were weird with his cousin. They're both half naked. Very strange photos I've seen of this dude and very compromising positions to put it mildly. And that's not even counting the things he wrote about in his memoir, the things he's bragged about. But he's going to call someone else shameless. I would say he's living in a glass house. I don't think that does it justice. I don't think that really describes how the the, the lack of self-awareness of this man. So let's play cut three. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session, session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They've ridiculed my struggle with addiction. They've belittled my recovery. And they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father, who has devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Okay, okay. So fake tough guy alert right there. But I have to point something else out. He's trying to tell us that, like, you know, him being on the steps of the Capitol and that none of this is political. And then, without missing a beat, he trots out his father's favorite and only campaign strategy, which is blame MAGA blame Trump. It's somehow Trump's fault that Hunter Biden smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone that we've ever known. It's somehow Trump's fault that Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma. It's somehow Trump's fault that Hunter Biden is accepting diamonds from Chinese businessmen in hotels. That's somehow Trump's fault. And it's somehow MAGA's fault. It's somehow your fault. If you're listening to this show, and you ever find yourself agreeing with me or agreeing with any conservative ideas, this is your fault, too. You are to blame for this spoiled, silver-spooned loser getting everything he's ever wanted in life with no repercussions. That's somehow your fault, which leads me to my natural follow-up. If I were a journalist, I am not. If I were on the steps of the Capitol with Hunter, my natural follow-up would be, I would love to know Hunter, Robert Hunter Biden, which of the hookers did the MAGA men and women or the Trump campaign or Donald Trump himself, which of the hookers did we force you to hire? Can we get a list? I would love a list of the MAGA men and women who made Hunter Biden evade his taxes. I want to know, did Donald Trump, is there some sort of, or better yet, were there Russians involved? Did the Russians make Hunter evade his taxes and hire hookers? Inquiring minds would like to know. But a few things I want to comment on before we play more of this sound. And again, once I'm done with this, we're going to the calls. Because I need to know if anyone gleaned anything else from this that I missed. Number one, the Biden genes are remarkably strong. Hunter Biden, his voice sounds exactly like his father's. Now, guaranteed, it sounds like Joe 20 years ago. Joe's voice is a little weaker now and he breaks into whispers more. But it's uncanny 
how much these two sound alike. And I know, you know, it's his son, so that that happens. But still, seeing him up there, it's crazy. So the other thing I wanted to comment on, he's breathtakingly arrogant and sanctimonious, especially given his his history. You know, given all the earmarks of Russian disinformation that we were privy to, thanks to the New York Post. He's breathtakingly arrogant. He has brass, you know, you know what. Okay, you know the expression. And he's just as thin-skinned, and here's really the key, he's just as thin-skinned and entitled as his father. If not, I would actually venture to say, based off, based off what I've been seeing, maybe more. Maybe more so. And he's got Eric Swalwell, of all people, behind him. Because who better to be there than Fang Fang's boyfriend? Eric Swalwell, very familiar with his own, you know, with scandals, being in the public eye. So he's got Eric Swalwell as like a background figure during this disaster of a speech. And the other part that I want to talk a little bit about here is he gets out there and he's really trying to make you feel bad for him. He's really trying to paint himself as a sympathetic figure. Can I get cut two, please, Jared? But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. In the words of Tommy Lee Jones, I don't care. I don't care. That makes me like you. Just in case, Hunter, this is how disconnected Hunter is from the American public. That makes us like you less, just so you know. Are are, are you privy to everything that's going on in these fancy schools you're so proud of? You're not winning anyone over with that. I went to Georgetown Law School. Congrats. And this whole thing about, and David Harsani touched on this yesterday. If you missed his interview, it got really good reviews. You should check it out wherever you get your podcast. We had him on, I believe, in the second hour yesterday. But he touched on this. Like, if you go to a prison, those cells are full of people who are sons and brothers and fathers and husbands. They're full of people with sad tales to tell. They're full of people who come from loving families. A lot of them come from loving families. That's not an excuse to break the law. That's not an excuse to run an influence peddling scheme. And furthermore, using your addiction as a get out of jail free card, it doesn't even match up with your timeline. Like he keeps throwing it out there like I was, you know, I was addicted to things and that's why I did all these crazy things. I wrote about it in my book. Well, how come you were doing some of these illegal activities before your addiction, according to your own timeline and after once you got clean? How come the timeline doesn't add up? And. My other thought when I was watching this, seeing him try to drum up sympathy from people, is one of Howie's favorite lines, which is, self-pity is not good box office. And it's a lot better. And, and you know what, actually, Jared, not to scare people, I was, I was thinking about this, not to bring it back to sports, because I know that's when people start clicking off their radios. And everyone knows that's not my bread and butter. But the other day we were talking about the Chiefs, right? And that, that call at the end of the game and how Patrick Mahomes was very upset. He was ranting to the to the refs. He made a comment to Josh Allen. He was during a press conference to the media talking about how unfair it was. And I started thinking to myself, it's a lot better if you, even if you think you got screwed over and you didn't, but let's just say you did. It's a lot better to have other people complain on your behalf. 
Like, it's a lot better to have the fans complain about how unfair the call was. Because once you start complaining about it, people sour on you. People go, well, you kind of sound like a jerk now. You know, maybe maybe the refs were on to something. You know, you lose in the court of public opinion when you start doing that. All that to say, Hunter is way better off when he has, as pathetic as it might be, when he has Axios and CNN and all these like propaganda outlets singing his tales of woe to the masses. Because when he starts doing it, it doesn't land. And once you start crying about how unfair everything is, the public starts to go, well, now, hold on a minute. You sound a little bit like a spoiled brat. And the same goes with Hunter. Now, I'm not saying that the press does a good job of drumming up sympathy for him, but it's a lot harder to feel bad for this guy or to believe the victim narrative that the media keeps pushing, the addiction narrative about how sad it is once he opens his mouth. Because once he opens his mouth, there's no longer a question. When the media is trying to write up this thing, oh, Hunter, the, oh, the, the, the struggling son of Joe, uh, you might go for it. Once he opens his mouth, you know exactly who he is. There's no hiding it. Just like Joe. Once they open their mouths, you can see them for who they really are and I'm throwing it to the audience because I have two questions my first question is did anyone else think during this speech that he was given that he was giving and I can't quite put my finger on it but the feeling I had is another expression which is too cute by half like the feeling I got watching him was Icarus Hunter even by Biden Inc. standards is flying a little close to the sun here, bringing up Ukraine, bringing up bribery charges all on the steps of the Capitol. It felt different to me, and I can't explain why. So that's why I'm asking the audience, and maybe I'm missing something. And the other part is I want to know if anyone thinks that the White House is on board with this. We've read about this before. There's been stories in Politico and Axios about how the Biden White House is not crazy about this strategy from Hunter. Some people think it's good. Oh, he's on the offensive. He's being more aggressive. Some people think it's a disaster in the making. I have to imagine that the White House staffers watching this smug, dumb lunatic talking about Ukraine and bribery, I have to imagine they had to pick their jaws up the floor. Maybe I'm wrong. The number is 844-500-4242. I want to go to break. And then for the rest of the hour, I want to take your calls and get your reactions to Hunter Biden Am I overreacting? Is it not a big deal? It's just something about it to me. I was watching it and I was going, he's really pushing the envelope here, which is what he's known for known to do. And yet it feels different this time. We'll be right back. We'll take your calls. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. This is The Grace Curley Show. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, (laughs) and certainly not as an artist. Oh, really? Joe, Joe, Joe never picked up a straw? 
Bro, that's disappointing. I would love, I can't imagine how much some of those paintings would go for. President's paintings? Those could be worth a lot of money. You notice how he's saying not financially involved. The semantics have changed if you really pay attention, which, of course, no one in the mainstream media does. you got to leave it to, like, Molly Hemingway and some conservative journalists. But there is a difference there. He's not financially involved. It used to be he didn't ever even discuss this stuff with Hunter. He had no, he was Sergeant Schultz. I know nothing. And now it's, he was not financially involved in any of his business dealings. Hearing him lay out all of his businesses, it sounds like something. If SNL was funny, this could be an SNL skit. Of course, they would never allow it. This would this would get too many laughs. It wasn't me, officer. I didn't even hear the gunshots. Craziness. What gunshots? Adam, you're up next on the Grace Curley Show. Go ahead, Adam. Hi, Grace. Um, what I see here is an air of incivility. Um, I mean, he, he, he's... MC Hammer, you can't touch this. That's that's the message he's sending. You can't touch me. There's nothing you can do. I can do whatever I like. I'll always get away with it. It reminds me of when I was able to vote for the first time back in 2020. And uh, at the end of it, I just felt completely disenfranchised. And now I feel even worse. Adam, I have a question, though. Do you think the White House, because there's been rumors that he's kind of going... He's kind of going rogue here. And I didn't really believe it because I thought the whole reason they were pushing that theory is because they want to show you that, oh, the, the White House has nothing to do with Hunter. They're not advising him on anything. But after watching this today, this unbelievable press conference he held, I'm starting to believe that the White House is kind of watching him in shock that he's actually that he's actually doing this. I, I don't know. I just don't see it. I mean... This is how they all operate. It's the same with the president. Um, you know, there's nothing to see here. Move along. Uh, I mean, Howie says it all the time. I've been listening to Howie since I got here. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's been a good thing because I just get increasingly cynical about whether we're ever going to see um, any fair results with anything to do with the D- Department of Justice or elections again. I know. What does Howie always say? In the halls of justice, the only justice is in the halls. Yeah, I, I understand, Adam, why you feel that way. But hey, at least with Howie, you've gotten a couple of laughs along the way, which is always nice. I agree with you, though, as far as he feels as though he is. You say MC Hammer. I would say Teflon. You're right. He doesn't think anything's going to stick to him. He thinks that he's untouchable. And he's probably right because he will get pardoned. But I don't know. It's it's not that I ever think Hunter's going to end up behind bars or Joe's going to end up behind bars or Fauci's going to end. It's not that. It's more so just he's becoming such a political liability going into 2024. And I don't think that this speech helped matters. I want to take more calls just like Adam, 844-500-4242. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. 844-500-4242. Today's poll question is brought to you 
by Tux Trucks GMC Fisher. Two big names in snow removal, GMC and Fisher. Get both at Tux Trucks GMC Fisher in Hudson, Mass. Tux Trucks can build a GMC Fisher plow combination that will easily move more snow for you. Talk with the sales consultant at Tux Trucks GMC Fisher. Just call 1-800-MY-TRUCK. Jared, what is the poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at gracecurleyshow.com, is has your pity for Hunter Biden run out? Yes, no, or I never had any to begin with. I'm going to say yes. There was a, a time period where you, yeah. I, you know, he's he has had his fair share of tragedy struggles, um, and I did have pity for him. I not not to sound you know holier than thou here. I'm an empath, so it's easy for me I, I shouldn't say easy for me but i tend to feel sorry for people um if they seem like nice people no matter what they've done it's easy for me to feel sorry for people um it has officially my pity has turned to scorn after seeing that performance today yeah this man does not deserve any more of my pity or anyone else's pity 13 percent say yes their pity has run out seven percent say no and 80 percent say they never had any to begin with you know the House is getting ready to vote on the Biden impeachment inquiry. And not that there should be any Republicans who are on the fence about this. But we know we we know from experience, we know if history is any guide, Republicans suck. They're squishy. Uh, they're weak need. They they constantly maybe they're just too much like me. They constantly see the other side. You know, they pity the fool. If that speech on the steps of Capitol Hill did not solidify the fact that they should be voting for this impeachment inquiry, if any Republicans defect from this, they are not Republicans. They are out of their minds because that was the picture of a man with no humility, with no regrets, who has suffered no repercussions for his actions. Just an arrogant fool. And I've said this a million times, so forgive me because I know I'm repeating myself. But there is a real distinction. You know, I said this to Howie today. I said some people are intellects. And if you're not an intellect, the greatest thing you can know is what you don't know. Like if you're not somebody who's incredibly book smart, I'll raise my hand as an example then there's strength in knowing that. There's strength in knowing your limits and knowing that you don't know everything. Hunter Biden is not an intellect, but hot damn, you would not know it by the way he acts. You really would think, like Joe said, that he's the smartest guy in the room. Now, Joe always says that he's the smartest guy in the room, but Joe's also says that Hunter's the smartest guy he knows. So the guy in the room with the highest IQ, the guy that he knows who's the smartest is Hunter Biden. This dude really believes that. Like, he is high on his own supply. That's a bad expression to use when you're talking about Hunter Biden. But you know what I'm saying. He buys his own BS. It's like my favorite line from Breakfast at Tiffany's. She's a phony, but she's a real phony because she believes this stuff. He believes this stuff about himself. He thinks that all the money he's earned is because he's so special. He's so wonderful. He's contributed so much. To all of these businesses and art projects. And all he is is a con man. And he's not even a good one. 
anyone else who has run the kind of schemes that this dude has run and been as sloppy as this dude has been would have been hauled away a long time ago. The only reason he's gotten away with it is because of his last name. And it's always the it's always the most random parts of these speeches that make me laugh the most. Like I was watching this on my TV today in my office and I saw a couple lines that I thought, oh, that's that's what we're going to play. Like Fox is running, for example, in their Chiron with the word shameless because it's ironic that Hunter Biden would call anyone shameless. If when you think Hunter Biden, what's like the first picture that comes to your head? Mine's the cover of Laptop from Hell where he's in the bathtub with the crack pipe. Now, this dude's going to tell us what it means to be shameless. It's pretty rich coming from him. But I think the part of it that makes me laugh the most is him is when Hunter cites his education. It's so perfect for the moment. Do you guys know what I'm saying? We're looking at these universities. Never has public opinion of these esteemed institutions been lower than it is right now. People are disgusted, as they should be, with Harvard, with Yale, with MIT, with UPenn. People have had it. People are um, stunned at the hate and the vitriol that is spewing out of these campuses and out of these students and out of this out of these faculty members. And what does Hunter decide to do? I don't know if maybe he just hasn't been watching the news. If he's like his dad and he prefers to just shut off the news stations and turn on MASH or whatever's on TV. But if you had even the slightest idea of what the temperature was like outside, you would not be tossing in. I'm a Georgetown educated. Like, oh, are you trying to make us like you less? Are you trying to make us lose even more respect for you? Because I'll be real, man, mission accomplished. Let's play more of these cuts. I want to start with, uh, well, I know we've already played a couple, but I also want to go back to cut one here. I'm here today to answer at a public hearing any legitimate questions Chairman Comer and the House Oversight Committee may have for me. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. <laughs> Hold on, pause it there. Manipulated evidence. Oh, are we going back to the Russians? Are we going back? Did he get wind that Dan Goldman still doesn't believe the laptop is real? Is he hoping that the 51 former intelligence agents are going to save his dad's ass yet again? Because I got news for Hunter. It's been authenticated. It's been authenticated by a lot of the outlets that try to run cover for you all the time. Even outlets like the Washington Post have had to give in and admit that the laptop is real. Manipulated evidence. Could you be more specific, sir? What a phony baloney he is. And I just want to translate this for you because he says, I'm here to testify publicly. You are here because yet again, you think the rules don't apply to you. You've been subpoenaed and you were expected to give a deposition. And if it were anyone else, they would not have the audacity to turn their nose up at that. They would just do it. Because most people can't hire Abby Lowell. Most people can't have a team of expensive lawyers trying to protect them. 
Most people can't call up daddy and say, can you hire all these lawyers for me? I don't want to pay this child support anymore. That's just most people. So he's actually going to pretend that he's there. The reason he's there is because he wants special treatment. He wants to be able to testify publicly, which has been denied to plenty of conservatives in the past. Rudy Giuliani is the first one that comes to mind. No, you don't get to decide how this works. You give a deposition and we know why he wants to testify publicly because he'll say this. He'll say, you know, they're going to take they're going to cherry pick. That's his new favorite. They're going to cherry pick a certain uh, certain quotes and blah, blah, blah. First of all, the Republicans have already said we'll release the entire transcript. We'll release the entire deposition. We'll transcribe it all and release it. So that's number one, why his claims are bogus. But the other part is he wants the media to cherry pick his testimony if he does it publicly. And he knows they'll do that. He knows if he goes publicly in front of Congress and he has a couple of lines or he has a couple of moments that they can cut up and make him look good, that that will be the headline, and then nobody else will pay attention to any of the lies or anything that this oversight committee has been working on. And he knows that will happen because our media is so predictable, so dishonest, and so pathetic. So that's why he wants to testify publicly. Because he's going to have all of these propaganda arms working for him to make it seem like, oh man, he clapped back at Jim Jordan. What a success. Look at this showdown. The Republicans have nothing. He knows they'll do that for him. They'll work for him because they have his entire life. I'm sorry. I'm so revved up today. I just, I watched this thing live and I was, I was taken aback by the fact that he hasn't been brought down one peg throughout all of this. He really thinks that he's the hero. And he's going to blame what can't MAGA people do? Like, what can't Trump do? Now it's Trump's fault that Hunter Biden has hired expensive escorts and hookers and smoked crack. That's somehow Trump's fault. What, did Trump have a gun to his head that we're not aware of? If there's some linkage to Donald Trump and all of Hunter Biden's escapades, I feel like I would have heard about it by now. Maybe it was Trump's gun that his sister-in-law lover threw away in a trash can across from the high school. Perhaps. Perhaps. Okay, so let's play when he brings up the drug addiction. This is cut five. During my battle with addiction, my parents were there for me. They literally saved my life. They helped me in ways that I will never be able to repay. And of course, they would never expect me to. And in the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd. It's shameless. There is no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. Pause it there, Jared. Yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't expect you to repay them. That's not what the 10% is for, I'm sure. That's just, that would be a horrible thing for me to suggest. And I don't want to offend him. He's easily offended, you know. I just want to read something here. We had David Harsani. I, I keep referencing that, but I think that 
he he wrote this at the perfect time. He said, Hunter is a middle-aged, Yale-educated lawyer, international lobbyist, foreign energy consultant, millionaire, and celebrated artist whose work can go for upwards of half a million dollars. The jails are strewn with Americans who have far more tragic stories to tell. Do they get to write off sex club memberships, prostitutes, and hotel rooms for his drug dealers? Would you? Moreover, Hunter continued. Here's the timeline part that I want to read. Hunter continued cheating on his taxes after he had supposedly gone clean and remarried. So I would like to take that drug addiction, get out of jail free card, and I would like to have somebody cut it up. Pretty woman style. That's not flying anymore. You don't get to say, oh, you were clean. If we're, if we're going by your memoir, sir. Your your, uh, celebrated memoir. You were cheating on your taxes after you got clean. So this was clearly a hobby that you had before and after. He set up his influence peddling schemes before his brother Bo died. Because they they also like to use Bo. They, They like to weaponize Bo's death. And try to use it as a way to protect themselves from all their shady business dealings. Which, again, it's just the whole lot of them are are just... And you know that you know what I just thought of, dear? That London Roberts, who's the mother of Navy, who they refuse to acknowledge. They, you know, they're not doing the stockings this year because they'd have to put up one of Navy. Um, and they don't want to acknowledge her because they think that Na- they think Navy, their their granddaughter, that if they acknowledge her, that's going to ruin this picture of. Ugh, I, I don't need, I don't know what they think. Like, do they think that they're squeaky clean except for Navy? Do they think that everyone everyone has such a high opinion of them except for that? I think that ship sailed with the whole crack pipe in the bathtub situation. I don't think they have to worry so much about Navy. All loving and supportive families ignore children. Yeah. That's what they do. And so all I can think about now when I see this, and he talks about, oh, his parents helped him so much. and eh, I would say to that London Roberts, you're worth the whole lot of them put together. Don't worry about it. Don't try to get their last name. Don't try to do any of that. Just move on with your life because these people are trash. And the trash takes itself out. To quote my girl Taylor Swift, we'll be right back. We'll take your calls on this. I know some people are on the lines. Um, I also want to talk about how the the families of the eight hostages that are still captured by Hamas, the eight American hostages, um, they are going to meet with the president. And when I read this, I thought, wow, this is the first time over a month out from when they were captured. I'm sorry, not a month. 65 years from when they were captured, according October, to the oh, Over no, two months. Yeah, over two 66, months since October 7th. Seven days, something like that. And this is the first time they're meeting with the president. If this were President Trump, I know I don't, want, I don't even want to play that game, but this would be all over the news. The media hasn't even talked about this. 31 Americans were killed on October 7th. The media doesn't talk about it. Hamas still has American hostages, and they're only now meeting with Joe Biden. I would love to hear how people think this meeting's going to go, because if I was one of the family members... 
Biden would be getting an earful, let me tell you. I'm sure there'll be some watch checking. Oh, God. One thing about me that you can count on, I'm always chilly. But actually, no, that's a thing of the past because now I have the Gen 40 heater. I love it. With the Eden Pure Gen 40 heater, my days of being cold are long gone. The best part is I don't have to argue with my coworkers or my husband about the temperature because when I come into work, I've got my Gen 40. When I go home and I sit on the couch, I got my Gen 40. And what I really appreciate when I'm home is I don't have to heat up the whole house. House. Because despite what the president might be telling you, it's kind of expensive right now. My, my bills are pretty high. So if I can save money, if I can reduce my heating bills, I'm going to take that option every time. And this is a wonderful heat. It's really warm. It doesn't feel dry, though. It feels like a fireplace. And it's a sleek, stylish product. And here's my favorite part for my listeners. You're going to save $50 this week with code GRACE50. So what I want you to do is I want you to go to EdenPureDeals.com, use code GRACE50 for the Gen 40 heater, and this savings is off the already low sale price. Plus, I don't know what's gotten into Eden Pure. They're just feeling very generous this Christmas season, but they're also giving you free shipping as an added bonus. You really can't beat this deal. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Again, you're going to save $50. Get the temperature high and the bills low with the Eden Pure Gen 40 heater. That's my motto. Temperature high, bills low. Can't beat that. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Don't forget to use code GRACE50 for the $50 off and the free shipping. Do not forget to use code GRACE50 and get your Gen 40 heater at EdenPureDeals.com. We'll be right back. Follow GRACE on Twitter at G underscore Curly. This is the Grace Curley Show. We're shipping it back to Boston in the next hour. We're going to talk a lot about the city council here and the No Irish Need Apply Christmas Party that Mayor Wu is hosting. We'll talk about that with Libby Emmons. In the meantime, though, we're talking about uh, Hunter Biden and Ron has something to say. Go ahead, Ron. Great. Yes. So in one of those cuts, there was a a hilarious monster contradiction that Hunter Biden made. He said that he he wanted to answer legitimate questions from Comer, which is subjective only to Hunter. And then he called the whole entire investigation illegitimate. Um, So that's just a huge contradiction. But in the... um, In the wisdom of John Bender from the Breakfast Club, I offer these words to Hunter Biden. (laughs) B-O-O-H-O-O. Absolutely. I feel the same way, Ron. It's like enough is enough, dude. You have skated on. And you know what? Him and Bob Menendez, how we were to calm once comparing the two, because, you know, compared to Hunter Biden, Bob Menendez, that was child's play. But I will say this. They have something in common. It's like it's never enough to get away with it. You would think after a few of these scandals, after a few of these things, that maybe you would just count your blessings. But they don't just want to. What is how he said? They don't just want to clean the plate. They want to lick the trough. And that's what we have here. It's just never enough. Which is actually Bob Menendez's favorite karaoke song. Speaking of, we'll be right back with Libby Emmons. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 